Greetings, lovelies, and welcome once again to the Sexy Stories podcast. I am Virginia Waits, and allow me to take this opportunity to welcome you into my parlour for delightfully sensual tales of the supernatural and fantastic. For those looking for the manor, Never fear, season one is complete, and it will be back for season two in November, with lots more sexy fun and exciting adventure. For this week's delicious naughtiness, we have a young leopard shifter who is having issues of control, that his boyfriend is more than happy to help out with. Rory never knew shifters or magic existed until he was thrown into their world at the deep end. Luckily, his friend Dan was there to help guide and protect him. Our tale this week has been crafted specifically for this episode, so there is no extended version in ebook form. However, there are ebook versions of the short story for members of my shiny newsletter to download and keep. If you would like to enjoy the perks of being a member as well, links are at my website, virginiawaits.com. Just fill out the form linked in this week's blog post, and up it will pop. Welcome to The Beast Inside, Limits of Shifter Control. Sit back, relax, and I shall begin. Rory wanted to see the others, but he could still detect the faint odour of blood on himself even after the wash Dan had given him while he was mostly out of it. The memories of the flannel sliding over his skin were kind of nice, and made him wish he'd been more with it. Then again, he had only himself to blame, because that's what you got for leaping in front of a raging werewolf. First order of business was to be clean, Things always looked slightly better when there was not encrusted blood under your fingernails. Becca had assured him of that, and she had been a shifter all her life, so he had to take her word for it. Climbing out of bed, he padded towards the bathroom and turned the shower on, moving back to the sink as the water warmed up. He studied himself in the mirror for a few moments, letting his eyes run over his own naked body. The runes were still easily visible in silvery lines across his skin, but they looked months, possibly years old rather than the days it had been. Other than that, he looked exactly the same as he had when he stepped out of the taxi to visit Dan. Mid-height, Wiry build, messy brown hair that needed a trim, and eyes the colour of ice on a clear winter's day. 
Dan's poetic words, not his. Nothing he could see indicated at all what lurked underneath. Picking up his toothbrush, he shook the philosophical contemplations out of his head and brushed his teeth. When he finally stepped into the shower, he walked under the spray and just stood there letting the water rain down on him in massaging waves. There was nothing like a good shower sometimes. He was enjoying the sensation so much that he lost himself in it, and it was only a hand sliding around his waist that brought him back. Feeling better, I hope, Dan all but purred in his ear, and he moved back against the body which pressed against him. They had been together for such a short time that every touch was still new and exciting, and Rory let himself focus only on the now as Dan's presence seeped into his senses. There was a heat between them that had nothing to do with the warmth of the water. It felt wonderful, but then he felt the animal under his skin stir. Doubt entered his mind, and he realized this probably wasn't a good idea. His self-control was getting better, but it wasn't perfect, and he could not help the moan as Dan ran one of his hands a little lower. What with... Oh, that's good. Rogue werewolves and every... Ugh... His lover's other hand had been missing for a few moments, and when it returned it was covered in suds that Dan began spreading over Rory's abdomen. Thing, my control, oh God, wrecked. It took a lot of effort to speak when someone was moving slippery hands over your nether regions, and Rory didn't think he deserved the laugh he received from Dan. He was in the prime of his life and was trying to do the right thing, but his hormones were speaking just as loudly as his brain. It wasn't his fault. Then I'll just have to make sure I do all the work, his lover whispered in his ear. One hand moved up to lather his chest and tweak his already erect nipples, and the other slipped between his legs so that skillful fingers could play with his balls. Rory's mind almost deserted him completely. But what if the sensations were so good he really didn't want to argue? I go, oh, don't stop, furry. Then we find out what wet cat fur smells like, Dan said, and for the first time Rory realised that his lover really wasn't bothered at all. I want to see you come, Rory, and I don't care if you're furry or human. With a moan, Rory leant his head back onto Dan's shoulder and gave up fighting against the inevitable. His body wanted this and he was through trying to convince himself he didn't. Dan's body was warm against his back, and his lover's clever hands seemed to be everywhere at the same time, as they washed and teased him with equal measure. 
The water pounding down on them did nothing but heighten the sensations. As his body became more and more aroused, Rory could feel his cat moving under his skin. Sex fed the hunger of the animal, but not quite as well as meat, and as Dan brought him towards climax, Rory could not help the images of the hunt that occasionally invaded his thoughts. It was all abstract, all primordial imagery, since he hadn't actually ever hunted, but that didn't seem to matter to his instincts. Rather than detracting from what he was feeling, however, they heightened the experience. As his lover coaxed him higher and higher, he knew he was not going to be able to control this one. Let go, Rory. Dan whispered in his ear. Let the passion out. One of Dan's hands was working his balls and the other his shaft, and he was so close that all Rory could manage in reply was a growl, somewhere between human and cat. He was almost there. It felt wonderful. I love you. The sound of those words in Dan's sincere, sexy voice were all Rory needed. With a cry he came, shuddering into his lover's hand, and he shifted. At his release his cat broke free, and fur erupted all over his body, but he felt surprisingly little pain. What he did feel added to the experience rather than taking away from it, and he did not try and analyse that. The spasms through his entire body took a long time to die away, and he came back down very slowly. When he finally had enough brain power to take stock of the situation, he realised that Dan was still holding him close, and they were still fitted together almost perfectly, which was odd. That caused him to look down at himself, and he was quite surprised by what he saw. Yes, he was covered in fur, and when he stretched out one hand and flexed it, claws erupted from the tips of his fingers. But mostly he was not that much different. A bit bigger in some areas, but nothing like the huge creature he had become when he had taken on the werewolf. You make a very cute pussycat, Dan said, running hands through Rory's rapidly soaking fur. Rory wasn't really sure what to say to that. He had rather expected to be a full cat, or possibly the huge beast that had so effectively swatted the werewolf without even trying. That he was mostly his normal self with extras was quite a surprise, I... I think I need to see myself, he decided quickly, the afterglow forgotten in his shock. As long as you don't stop me looking as well, Dan said playfully, I have no problem with that idea. Backing off a little, his lover gave Rory room to turn off the water and then walk out of the shower. The glass of the mirror was fogged, but he wiped it with a hand towel so he could see himself. 
His pale eyes were tinged with gold, and now they looked out of a furry, slightly feline face, complete with whiskers. He had cat ears, but the shape of his head was still human, and it was almost as if he still had normal hair. The rest of him was bulkier, but mostly human covered with fine black fur. He could definitely see why Dan had called him a pussycat. It was very different from his full panther form, and from what Becca told him was his battle form, but that he couldn't help mentally referring to as his beast, because he was pretty sure he knew where legends of shifters as monsters came from. Looking over to Dan, he saw his lover smile at him, and there was desire in Dan's eyes. Letting his eyes travel lower, he could see that desire was not only encapsulated in Dan's brown irises. Rory might have reached orgasm, but his boyfriend was definitely a little behind, and still standing to attention. He felt his own body respond to the sight, and had to wonder at Shifter's stamina. He had heard a couple of the others joking about going all night, but Rory had thought they were teasing him. The only obstacle was that he was furry, and shifting back now was likely to dampen his sex drive to only just above zero. He had learned very quickly that when his cat had grabbed all his instincts and heightened them, going back to his human self blunted everything. Sometimes it was a relief, but for this he was pretty sure it would be Passion Killer 101. He really didn't want to leave Dan stranded, but he didn't dare go near his lover's more delicate areas when he had claws and teeth that could easily do damage. You're beautiful. Dan's voice pulled him back from his thoughts, and the sight of his lover striding across the bathroom towards him was almost enough to banish sensible thought. If Rory was ever beautiful, then Dan had to be godlike. Rory knew it. Dan had always moved with a grace beyond his years, showing his impeccable upbringing in every breath. Where Rory had fumbled his way through adolescence with the rest of the boys his age. It seemed Dan had barely become wet as his light blue hair fell around his face in soft tresses. Dan's chest glistened in the light, and as Rory's sharp cat eyes watched several droplets run over sculptured flesh, it was all he could do not to lick his kitty lips. Dan picked up a towel from the rail to Rory's left and, after brushing it lightly over his own chest, seemingly full aware of the scrutiny Rory was giving him, pushed it against Rory's damp fur and began to dab lightly. Fur was designed to resist water, and it was already drying, but Rory held himself very still while Dan saw to the rest. With his cat whispering in one ear and his libido in the other, he felt it best to keep his claws a long way from his boyfriend. Dan, he said as the towel brushed his already sensitised cock for the umpteenth time, 
I have claws. I should shift back. He didn't want this to end, but he didn't know how much longer he could control himself. And lose all that lovely fur, Dan said with a seductive smile. That would be such a shame. We'll just have to find you something to occupy those claws. You need to learn, Rory, and this is the perfect opportunity. There was no arguing with Dan when there was the look of determination in his eyes, and Rory was only a whisker away from forgetting sense anyway. Turn around, kitty cat, Dan said, dropping the towel on the floor. Turn around and grab the rail. It was do as he was told or have to exert his own control, and right about then, following instructions worked better for him. His cat liked to be in control, dominant, but there was danger in Dan. There always had been, and Rory had seen his lover fight and kill when necessary. They were equals, at least as far as Rory's psyche was concerned, and he could make his cat submit to that. He gripped the rail, curling his fingers round it tightly and waited. When Dan moved up behind him, he could not stop the low rumble in his throat as he perceived a possible threat, but it rose in pitch as his lover pushed against him and rubbed up and down. The hardness of Dan's erection pushed against him, and any thought of danger turned to sex. When a hand slipped between his thighs, he shifted his legs apart without even having to be asked. Dan was moving against his fur and making the most delightful noises, and Rory had to make himself keep hold of the rail. He wanted to see his lover, help him find his peak, but he knew he could not let go for fear of damaging what he loved. Fingers danced lightly over his entrance and he mewed, the smell of arousal in the air pushing at his control. Fuck, I want you. Dan sounded as if he was almost beyond thinking as well. Then take me, Rory all but growled back. For just a moment the movement stopped. Do you mean that? His words seemed to have brought Dan back to his senses, but there was still heat in his boyfriend's voice. They had done many things, but so far neither of them had had penetrative sex with the other. They had played, tested limits, given each other pleasure, even worked each other with fingers, but they had never taken the next step. Rory could understand Dan's hesitance, but he was not in the mood for it. Yes, he said, and turning to his lover without taking his hands from the rail, he flashed his teeth. It was part challenge, part come on, and Dan took it. Hands and knees, his lover said without ceremony, and Rory did as he was told. He heard rather than saw Dan reach for something on the side, and then his lover was rubbing their bodies together again. There was trembling in Dan's muscles as Dan pushed against him, 
and Rory could feel every tiny shudder. If it's too much, tell me to stop, Dan told him, even as eager fingers, now slick with something, began to play at his entrance. Rory just growled in response, claws ripping out from his fingers and scratching at the tiles of the floor. His animal was free. He did not need gentle handling. He needed power and passion. When he pushed back against the massaging fingers, Dan took the hint, and he mewed as his lover breached his entrance. Spreading his leg, he lowered his head and lifted his ass further into the air, accepting the intrusive fingers and giving in to the penetration as Dan worked him loose. He was fully hard again and aching already, and he could smell Dan's arousal. His cat was rippling above and below his skin, demanding to be fed. He was running out of patience as Dan tried to make sure he was ready. Now, he growled, letting his need into his voice, take me now. However hesitant Dan may have been when they began, Rory's impatience must have been rubbing off, because his lover removed his hand immediately. What pushed against him next was a lot bigger than a finger, and it burned as Dan eased into Rory. The pain excited the animal inside him, and he pushed back, wanting everything Dan had to offer. The feeling of being taken and dominated conflicted with the alpha need in him, and adrenaline flooded his system, but the arousal and pain fought with the need to be in control. He all but purred. God, Rory. Dan sounded breathless and only just hanging on. Rory was beyond words and he opened himself to the sensations running through his body. The mewing that came out of his mouth as Dan slowly began to move was completely involuntary and he was quite incapable of stopping it. It did not help that the gasps and small moans coming from Dan were adding to the fog of arousal in Rory's brain. Time vanished in the confusion of sensation as he held his cat in balance with the human part of him and allowed Dan to make love to him. Although afraid of hurting Dan with an accidental claw, he was not so worried about himself, and he braced his weight on one arm and reached for his aching cock with the other. As he touched himself, Dan sped up, and he could feel the sexual power building up around them. They were both close, and Dan's breathing was becoming erratic. Rory began to stroke himself hard and fast as Dan pounded into him. Dan was becoming more and more vocal and was losing some of his poise and perfect timing. So lost in his own body was Rory that it almost came as a surprise when Dan moaned very loudly and shuddered against him, buried deep within his body. It was as if the basest level of Rory's awareness leapt to the forefront as sex took over completely. It threw him into wonderful overload again, 
but as he came he felt his perception of the world change completely, and magic rippled alongside preternatural along his nerves. He shook as power crackled inside him in ways he did not understand. Everything around him seemed so bright and clear and alive, even though most of it was inanimate. Dan said everything had a touch of magic in it. Rory hadn't believed until that moment. He couldn't help wondering if this was how Dan saw the world all the time. Being thrown into a version of reality he had had no concept of and didn't understand had been terrifying. But this... This made him want more. He braced himself as Dan slumped against him. He tried to reassert his equilibrium. That had been quite literally mind-blowing, and for a little while there he could only just about tell up and down, and anything more complicated was a lost cause. With his perceptions so heightened, his control felt even more precarious than usual. He realised he needed to change back to normal as soon as possible. In his current position, however, he was pretty sure he would end up face first in the tiles if he tried, so he moved his hips slightly in an attempt to move Dan. Hmm, was the only response. Dan seemed to still be enjoying the post-coital haze. Dan, Rory insisted and moved again. I need to shift back. But I like you soft and furry, Dan complained but he was very grateful when his lover did pull back. Well, I'm hungry, Rory replied as he pushed himself onto his knees, so staying like this is a bad idea. At that, Dan sobered and nodded. If there was one thing Dan took very seriously, it was Rory's needs, and Dan did not even try and argue. I'll put the shower back on, Dan said pulling himself up on the towel rail. We need to clean up. Will you be okay? Rory smiled, which was quite difficult with cat features. As long as I shift, he replied. Touching the magic now at his core and being shifted was not a great idea, but he was not afraid. Fear was bad for his control. He had learned that much, and he definitely did not want a breakdown. Concentrating hard, he found the power inside of him, and he quite firmly caged it. There was a little pain, but nothing that remotely bothered him, and he grinned triumphantly when he looked down at perfectly human hands and body. He really needed to clean up the floor, but he sat down instead, carefully missing the mess he had made. That had been heady and amazing, and his instincts were already rumbling about doing it again, especially as he watched Dan restarting the shower, but he needed a moment to gather himself. Everything was so new as he learned how to be what he was now. Some aspects were pretty terrifying, but others, others he was really beginning to enjoy. Thank you for sharing this week's sensual delights with me, lovelies. 
I do hope you have enjoyed them as much as I have. Such tactile beings, shifters, with so much unbridled passion. To download the free ebook version of this episode and future exclusive stories, pop on over to virginiawaits.com and dive into this week's blog post for details. And don't forget, the manor will be back in November with new and exciting episodes for season two. So please, do me the honour of subscribing to the podcast so you never miss a sensual episode. It would make me so very, very happy. Until next time, lovelies, stay naughty. And be safe. Music from filmmusic.io Moonlight Hall by Kevin MacLeod Incomtech.com License CC by creativecommons.org